Welcome to Slaking Thirst, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus summoned his twelve disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to drive them out and to cure every disease and every illness. The names of the twelve apostles are these. First, Simon, called Peter, and his brother Andrew. James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John. Philip and Bartholomew. Thomas and Matthew, the tax collector. James, the son of Alphaeus and Thaddeus. Simon the Cananean and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed Jesus. Jesus sent out these twelve after instructing them thus, Do not go into pagan territory or enter a Samaritan town. Go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. As you go, make this proclamation. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. The Gospel of the Lord. So just a quick word before uh, the homily here. Uh, You may notice, careful observers, that uh, I'm using a different chalice uh, for Mass today. Um, I have the great good fortune to be able to use uh, Padre Pio's chalice at this Mass. Um, I've only gotten to use this chalice once before, and it was actually at my very first Mass. So that was pretty, pretty cool for me. So uh, I'll be using it today. I think Father Joe might be using it tomorrow and Friday. So... um, pretty awesome. So let's just think about Padre Pio and ask for his intercession for us and our particular intentions today. So uh, I want to talk about first uh, this concept. Um, I want to do a little like Bible study for us a little bit this morning. So a concept you may or may not know when it comes to scripture interpretation or how the authors of scripture or how God is divine author um, has structured the scriptures, this concept of typology. Uh, Scott Hans, one of the, the big Um, expositors of this whole way of interpreting scripture. Basically, it's this, that people, events, figures uh, in the Old Testament prefigure people, events, figures in the New Testament. The New Testament fulfills the Old Testament. So you've got these Old Testament prefigurements that are fulfilled by their New Testament, um, yeah, fulfillments. So what do we have today? We've got... uh, Joseph, Joseph of the Old Testament, pointing to prefiguring Joseph of the New Testament, right? It's the year of St. Joseph. I don't know if we've done a whole heck of a good job uh, kind of unpacking that, but I want to take a little time this morning to kind of highlight some of this Joseph typology that I think is, is right there in front of us, but um, it's kind of easy to miss. So first of all, both Josephs, Joseph of Egypt, who we heard in this first reading, uh, and Joseph of Nazareth, God speaks to them in dreams, right? Joseph of Egypt, he has the gift of interpretation of dreams, and Joseph of Nazareth, every time God's speaking to him, it's in dreams. So if you ever wonder if it's okay if you fall asleep while praying, it's okay, Joseph did, right? We'll just assume that God's talking to you. Uh, So in dreams, Joseph of Egypt was clothed um, in this beautiful garment from his father. Joseph of Nazareth was clothed in righteousness in a new and beautiful way. Joseph of Egypt, 
we hear uh, him being sent ahead of his brothers to Egypt, um, where we hear Joseph of Nazareth, angel Gabriel speaking to him, saying, Arise, take the child and its mother, and go to Egypt and stay there. Right? Joseph of Egypt is entrusted with the full treasury of, the, of Pharaoh, of the king, whereas Joseph of Nazareth was entrusted with the full treasury of the king of the universe, not just gold or grain or any of these things. He was entrusted with the word made flesh, right? The full treasury and deposit of heaven laid upon a manger on earth and the Immaculate Queen herself. He was entrusted with that. Joseph of Egypt's mission was to prepare for the famine, right? The famine that was coming and to prepare and organize the distribution of grain when, the, when hunger struck the land. But you think about this, Joseph of Nazareth, he was to protect the one who is the bread come down from heaven, who came not to be rationed in pieces to people, but who came to satisfy the deepest hunger of people's hearts and souls, right? Jesus, the bread come down from heaven, isn't given away ration by ration, bit by bit, but like everything is given. Pharaoh says to the people, do whatever he tells you. Mary says to the waiters at Cana about Jesus, do whatever he tells you. We got all the world coming to Joseph for grain, just like the Magi who represent the Gentiles, all the world coming to Joseph for not just grain, but for like to see the grain that fell to the earth that would die and bear an abundant harvest. We've got the sons of Israel, right? Israel, his name was Jacob. His name is changed to Israel. The heads of these 12 tribes, they come to Joseph for rations. They come to him for good news. Give us something, right? Whereas in the gospel, we've got Jesus sending his apostles out to the scattered tribes, right? Jesus says, go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. What he's referring to there are all of the descendants of these brothers, right? These brothers are the heads of the 12 tribes who in time um, would eventually be scattered because of the Babylonian exile. And Jesus is saying, don't wait for them to come to me. I'm going to send you to them. I'm going to send you to bring them good news. All of this is just a way of highlighting the fact that our God is weaving and orchestrating a plan that uh, is just so exquisite and beautiful. And like, we're not just simply modern day um, observers looking back thinking, man, that was so awesome what he did then. I know, like, the Lord is still weaving things in and through you and me and through the church today that are, um, that will be revealed or unveiled years from now, decades from now, centuries from now. We don't know, but we are all part of this story. We're part of this tapestry, and God is doing an incredible work through us, just as he did with Joseph and his brothers. Amen.